Welcome to Regular Features, episode 32. It's a very special episode because I'm joined by John Blythe. Hello there. And Matt Lees. Hello. And I use the phrase joined by, which you... Which makes you seem like the very much the centrepiece of the whole podcast. Like, almost like the host of the podcast, as if I'm hosting the podcast. Maybe almost, the person yeah. who thought it up and had the idea and thought of the name. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> but I am literally... Ooh, you guys! <laughs> I'm hosting the podcast in my flat, and um, you are joining me in my living room. Mm. What's your feature this week, Log? My feature will be... My friend, the porn director. Ah, I'll be doing Matt's football. I'm going to tell you about a balloon that's been in my flat for a while. <laughs> that's... <laughs> I can see it from here. <laughs> this is last minute shit, Steve, isn't it? <laughs> Before we start, though, I think a lot of people always want to know uh, how we get into the mood and the, the zone for regular features. And there's certain things we do every episode to really get into the right vibe to record and we thought maybe you might want to do it at home as well just to get into the right spirit so, so what i do is i count my blessings i th- I'm thank god for everything that i've got call my mother and i say thanks love <laughs> <laughs> um, you're a gem but not gem from gem and the holograms <laughs> or maybe you were in your day you've got to be honest mother a lot of your life was a closed book to me <laughs> And to her, probably. Yes. Would you prefer <laughs> to find out your mother was part of the holograms or the misfits? I'd like my mum to be a reformed misfit. I'd like Those misfits could not carry on like that into their <laughs> 60s. If you're confused about these references, don't worry, I am as well. They're all available on American Netflix, there's no excuse. <sighs> you have no excuse for not knowing anything that we're talking about. So yeah, this is episode 32, as standard we've all taken our shoes off and hung towels around the room. Yes. Um, and is that, is, is that how we get in the mood? Is that what you were beginning to get at? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I think if you've got any towels, then just hang them around the room and take your shoes off. And I think you'll find you'll, you'll enjoy the podcast a lot more. Mm. I'm going to tweet a picture of some towels <laughs> to the Regular Features Twitter stream. You can find us at, at regularfeatures.com. <laughs> <laughs> Not .com, but yeah, just do that. Mm, let's do some features. Regular features, regular features. What is a feature coming next? Let us see. Now it's time for my regular feature. The balloon that's been floating around my flat for a while. I can see it now. How long is a while? Um, since my flatmate's birthday, which was last weekend. Oh, it wasn't. What? Oh, so, so it's been... It's now, kept its shape. You may be wondering. It's a, it is a helium balloon. It says happy birthday on it. You may be wondering, how is it aloft to this day? Well, it originally came with a string with a weight attached to it. And over time, it began to flag and descend and deflate towards the floor. But I, seeing... (laughs) Liberated it. I used the scissors to... You took um, the weight off it, didn't you? Snip snip it off and then float it back up to the ceiling again. (laughs) The way you were dragging that out felt like it was going to be a twist. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. No, I just, I just, yeah, I, I snipped it and went back off the ceiling. It's had a good life, though. You know, what happened to it today was fascinating. I was, I've been working at home. <laughs> I'm an anthropologist. <laughs> I've been working from home for a week, so <laughs> it doesn't take a lot to get me interested in something. <laughs> but the balloon um, reached such a point where it was not enough helium in it to keep it on the ceiling, but not too little helium 
for it to fall to the floor. Mm, so so it was it, it became unmoored mm, and, and began to uh, just wander Hover around, around. around the flat in a way that I thought was seemingly sentient. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously sentient, I think would be a better way of putting it. Was, well, nothing happens for an accident. <laughs> <laughs> and if a balloon is wandering around, it probably has intentions. It knows what it's doing. I must say, I've, heard wandering, I've seen the photos of it wandering. I think it's very telling now that since we've arrived, it hasn't moved an inch. It's now, stayed. see, I'll tell you why. It's Toy just, Story, just a moment. It's, it's, it's just gone back into <laughs> non-setting mode. I think it's. I think it's like it's not like hiding, but it's sort of like it wants to be a part of the regular features gang, but it's maybe a bit too scared it's to come shy. over. It's shy. It's new people. It doesn't we've, know you guys. We've never had a guest on the podcast either. And I think maybe he's aware of that, and maybe he thinks as a balloon, maybe he's not the the first, the best person to introduce that idea. <laughs> What the, the first thing the balloon did that clued me into its sentience was it started batting against the drawer where I keep balloons. So you do have a balloon drawer. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a drawer that has been used in the past to keep balloons, a packet of balloons in. Hang on, so there aren't balloons in there now? No, but there, there was a, well, I identified like, as a balloon drawer. Is this like a homeopathic drawer? It's had, it's had the, the spirit of balloons in it at one point, so it's now a balloon drawer. Well, no, I, I, would, I would infer through my actions that that drawer is the balloon drawer, and I'm sure the balloon <laughs> picked up on it. What's, what's in the balloon drawer now? Uh, screwdrivers. <laughs> oh, God, man, that's... <laughs> Balloons would hate that. <laughs> no, maybe in, maybe you've, you've looked at this the wrong way. Maybe it's not reaching out for friendship. Maybe it knows it's the tall draw. Maybe it wants an end. Maybe it's it wants to be ended. So it's going for the, it's going. It knows it's a screwdriver. Oh, for God's sake! I yeah. don't want to be rolling around on the floor. Yeah, just secure <laughs> me now. <laughs> yeah, it's the kindest thing to do before it runs out of helium and just collapses. Maybe it wants an end. Do you think at the minute it's using the last of its energy? Because it's, it's touching the ceiling at the moment. Mm, mm. Do you reckon it's putting on a good show for the guests? And when we go, <laughs> they'll just go, <laughs> The reason it's, it's back up on the ceiling now is because I, I came back to it with the scissors and I cut off even more shreds of plastic. And I'm talking about like millimetres of foil around the edge of the balloon. And that was enough to um, jettison it back up towards the ceiling again. <laughs> so really, what you're saying, Steve, is you're keeping this balloon on life support. Yes, by severing it. Uh, While it clearly just designs an end with a screwdriver. I think another the, thing it did was it floated over to the dishes, and I thought, oop, the balloon wants, <laughs> wants, wants to dishes. help with the washing up. <laughs> Nick on there was no one else on the flat. That was <laughs> It poke you in the back of the head as well. Well, that's another thing I was doing was I was sitting at the PC and I, I imagine it's um, something to do with heat or maybe static electricity. But it, it came down from the ceiling for a, um, for a while and started rubbing itself on your monitor and then just just floated towards <laughs> me very very slowly. Oh, and I caught I caught it in the corner of my eye and I stared at it as it just came like directly for my face as if it knew. What a face was, and that it, <laughs> <laughs> that it likes faces. Well, did it try to lower its nozzle into your mouth, thinking, uh, just blow into me. I want to be plump, <laughs> young, fresh, and plump again. I just <laughs> think the whole thing is a cry for help. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not comfortable with this. I think this is, 
the fact that you're, you're artificially keeping it alive. I could end just the balloon's life think, on the, the fact, podcast. I think, well, I think that's the only... Yeah, I think euthanasia is the only option at this point. If you could go... To, I think it knows what it wants. Bring, you get a screwdriver. Is there anything... Through. For a tragic balloon that wants only death, is there anything worse to have written on your face than happy birthday? <laughs> I know, it's <laughs> an, an insult. <laughs> I think we just have to... I mean, I don't know, is that... We want to do it in the least painful way, Steve. Well, we want to do it in the noisiest way, given that this is an, a kind of an audio format. I'm going to suck the life as of Oh, that. yes! Right. Oh, okay. Her last gesture will be one of beauty and hot comedy. I've done it. I've taken the life of the balloon. She's inside you now! <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was so much funnier than I expected it to be. <laughs> I can be one with the balloon mother. <laughs> oh, cool. That's the funniest thing we've done in 32 episodes. <laughs> inhaling helium. Well, what a wonderful setup. That was the most long setup. Oh my god, it's not it's not stopping. <laughs> it's permanent. You sound, you sound really cat. It chose me. <laughs> the logs floating towards the ceiling. <laughs> What's in this drawer? I can, I can, <laughs> smell, I can smell sisters. <laughs> oh, hello. I seem to have forgotten what time it is. Could you, could you please tell me what time it is? Of course I can. It's time for regular features. Matt, please. Yes. It has come to my attention that you have a feature. Yes, Your Honour. I put it to you. That what is your feature called? <laughs> my feature, Your Honor, is called Matt's Football. I rest my case. Is this, is this feature like Steve's balloon? Uh, well, it's equally ill-prepared. Whoa. Um, but it's it's still... It, it, no, it won't be as good. But basically, Matt, basically, you might have noticed um, that at the moment, as we go to recording in the studio... Um, it is the Eurovision Football Contest at the moment. You might have noticed it's been mm. really popular. I watched a match yesterday. Well, I watched a bit of it when I was walking through the kitchen. Um, and it had, like, the orange, guys in orange against guys in black. And mm-hmm. that was really exciting because mm-hmm. the orange and black. Really strong colours. Um, vibrant. vibrant. Vibrant, yeah. Really yeah. contrasting as well. And with green behind it. Almost. Yeah. Almost Bumblebee. Mm, yeah. But not quite. The green gets in the way of the Bumblebee. Maybe if they all got together... And like start hugging each other in a line. I don't. Then, yeah. so I don't know anything about football. But if you wear black tops, does, won't people think there's just twelve referees on the field? Yes. Yeah, maybe. I don't know anything. It does become very so, confusing. I mean, obviously, um, and they could just bully the other eleven players around. They could give them all so, red cards. Oh, yeah, all, <laughs> and if, oh yeah, all eleven players carry red cards. Send yeah. them all off. Goals galore. After that, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a goal lover's dream. <laughs> as many goals as you want. <laughs> Within 90 minutes. Mm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the only limit is the 90-minute limit of football. Yeah. yeah. With a break <laughs> at uh, 45 minutes and for a snack. <laughs> some, some, some club biscuits. What do you have in the in the 45-minute break? I usually have... Um, I know orange is the traditional, mm. but sometimes I like um, an apple or some chips. I mean, how do you yeah. like oranges and apples? I mean... I mean, could you compare them for me? Uh, <laughs> that's, well, the, that's, uh, well. that's the one thing you're not supposed to do with oranges and apples. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was only asking. Against the rules of football. If you are confused about the rules of football, actually, I'm not going to go into any of them yet here, but um, 
Yeah, me, me and Steve have actually, I'm just going to plug this, me and Steve have actually recorded a very good video about football and how football... We explained the rules of football. Yeah, um, and you can watch that if you go to amazingweek.co.uk. And that's got nothing to do with Log, so shush. <laughs> Was I in that one? No, you weren't. But he is in some This is the worst moment of my life. <laughs> Not this moment now. Say, a couple of weeks ago, one thing that happened in Montreal that wasn't getting pepper sprayed ever so gently right. <laughs> was that a man said, I recognise you, don't I? And I was about to say, well, you may do. I was on page six of the TV Go Home book <laughs> of 2000. And I did and, do a Charlie Brooker's column for a week when he was away. But I didn't have a picture byline, of course, but my name surely must ring through the ages. <laughs> And he went, no, you were on Matt and Steve's Amazing Week. You were oh. walking down the street. And I was literally inside screaming, fuck you. <laughs> that is an insult. That is pretty bad. <laughs> However, I did put him onto the podcast with a view to saying this eventually. <laughs> fuck you, Rain. <laughs> but yeah, you can watch our video football tips. And yeah, Loggy's in a better video. Just go to Amazing Week of Kelly Cates. Just Ooh. Google Matt and Steve... And football. Amazing week football. I don't know. Yeah, you'll find it. Google. Are you first for Matt and Steve? Probably not. Oh, is it still Matt and Steve's creative agency? Well, I know what's first for Matt Lees. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, me and my picture of a pair of shitty knickers, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. My mum loves that. Uh, but no, yeah, <laughs> we've got lots of old videos. They're all old, but they're good. Anyway. Should I actually explain that when you Google Matt Lees, thanks to Logs expert use of SEO. <laughs> it is a picture of Matt Lee's holding up a pair of shitty briefs. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Oh, <laughs> right now, and by clicking on it, you're, you're simply affirming Google's belief that it is it's the most... Yeah. Why not plus one it? <laughs> it is the number one Google Images hit for the words Matt Lee's. And I'm not even the only Matt Lee's in the world. There are others. And I hate them all just as much. Yeah. <laughs> but you are the only Matt Lee's with a feature about football that has yes. been... Yes, and that's a good plug back to what we're doing. Yes. Um, yes, yeah, so elegant. Football is very popular. <laughs> pointed it out. The Eurovision football um, is really popular, really big, and I'm... There's a lot of confusion in football. Uh, a lot of people don't understand the rules. How does the offside work? How do the goals work? How does the refereeing work? Goalkeepers. What's a goalkeeper? Precisely, and we've seen the problem with the black. Maybe they've all got... Um, no, sorry, the problems with the problems. Say that again. Problems with the <laughs> problems with the black, uh, with the black uniforms. I wasn't. That was. A, I wasn't being a real yes. football there. You see. Just move on very quickly. Oh, no, no, let's push over it. <laughs> no, oh, no you really it. shouldn't explain yourself. And anyway, um, now it's time for my regular feature, which is Matt's football again. Basically, what I'm going to do is a lot of people aren't clear about the rules and how football works, but there's something even more simple. A lot of people don't know that football is a is a very um, interesting word in the fact that if you're there watching a football and um, you're in the stadium, then there's lots of ways you can celebrate the sport by just simply saying the word, saying football. Um, but there are actually, there are 20 different ways you can say football. And I'm, I'm going to explain some of them and maybe see if, if you know, and see if, if you can guess a few of the other the other versions. Are these like the primary colours of football? Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly it. And you can blend some of them together to make purple. Um, so I'll begin. It's like naming the planets of football. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And you, you can't keep planets though. Right, so first of all... You can if you're God. Yeah. Or oh, I could do it right now. Probably. Yes. God ball. If we didn't live on... If I... We... If, if we all, as a regular feature, didn't live on the first floor of my flat, we could kick the planet right now. 
Mm, it's good. Oh, it's, oh, it's great just to lie on your stomach and then just kick it with both feet, one after the other. Oh, screw it. And saying, it's not fair. I didn't want this for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so number one, number one is um, football. Is this a list, a list of alternative names for football? No, this is... Football's not one Jesus, of them. you keep interrupting. Okay, I'm, sorry. I'm trying to explain the, way, the different ways you can pronounce the word football. Pronounce the word football? Yes. Okay, right. I understand now. Okay. You sure? Yes, continue. Football. Football. Apparently there are 20. There are 20, yes. Football! Hello, reader. After some consideration, I've decided that the upcoming feature is not up to the usual quality standards we expect here at Regular Features HQ. Instead, I've replaced it with approximately two minutes of music that I thought sounded quite funny. Enjoy! unique and distinct yeah, ways um, does each one have a different purpose no regular features and now it's time for logs regular feature oh thank you steve i thought you needed that go on do you want to do the rest i've forgotten what your features <laughs> came to be it's about the times i have met a porn director i love, I love how it's such a sticky point is just just introducing someone else's feature is like treason I've been, I've been shot for a few times. Well, it kind of ruins the effect that, of, that we're just introducing it and springing it on the other two. Like, mm. deal with this. I'm going to tell you about the two times I've met a porn director. We don't run the... This is a, an entirely spontaneous conversation to the viewers. Mm. So... Yeah, but after 32 episodes of the same format, we can't really pretend that we don't know that somebody's going to have a feature. And also, I did mention it in the intro. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so you've gone off script, Lord. Yeah. This conversation. Sorry. I don't know where we are. Sorry, where are we? I'm on page three. I'm on page three. I'm on page three. 
Anyway, I have met this porn director twice in the career that is my life. I mean, have you ever met a porn director? No, you don't have. They are an awe-inspiring breed of people. I, the first time I met him, I, I, I'm not going to say literally again, I've already abused literally once this podcast. No, it's literally true. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of anything to say. So yeah. I, I, because my mind always goes back to a Douglas Adams book, Dirk Gently's List Detective Agency, where this woman played the piccolo. No, she played the double bass or something. And she had a terribly bad reaction to people saying, I bet you wish you played the piccolo. And I've had that fear in me since reading that book that I would, anyone tells me their job, I mean, would I say can't the say. most obvious thing. Yeah, like when I was running a pub, people would say, oh, I'll have to come in for a free drink then. And it kind of made me think, that? well, off? Oh, no, you just laugh and say, <laughs> yeah. Because it's the most yeah, common yeah. thing said to you, if, if your response was, Fuck off! You you would you'd most commonly be being saying <laughs> you would commonly tell people to fuck off, and you get known as the guy who tells people to fuck off very early on in conversations. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't quite sure with a porn director what the thing that everyone would say to them is. Yeah. So like, I was just shit thing after shit obvious things filed through my head. And meanwhile, I was just sort of like smiling <laughs> and thinking about porn while he was thinking I was probably a bit of a prick. <laughs> but it turns out it wasn't that bad. I mentioned the hummus. I talked about the hummus because we were at the 40th birthday party and the hummus was delicious. <laughs> so in the end, I just talked about that instead. <laughs> when you talked about the hummus, I, I thought, is that like a really well-known porn film? It's a genre. <laughs> it's a genre. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See, okay the thing what is, do you think when about you, the hummus? <laughs> when you say that you... Met a porn director, and all of the obvious questions start rushing through my head. And now I'm not going to be satisfied unless you can answer them for what me. What are the obvious questions? What, 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 go on. What, what are the things you get them off your chest? I'm not a porn director. Okay. I won't tell you to fuck off. Right. So do you, does it? Do you get a boner when you when you're directing all your films? He did mention something like this. There was he was talking about the time he invited a journalist onto set, and he could tell from the journalist's face that he was going to write one of those, I'm on the set of a porn movie. It's not as sexy as you'd think. Right. And like, no, of course it is. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a really hard instinct. It's the basic thing that humanity is built around. Yeah. So it's going to be re- take a really lo- long time for you to just stop having the, oh, I've got a boner instinct. Yeah. Oh, there's a woman over there getting fucked. Oh, I'm going to do it myself. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> yeah. like, I get a bit of a nub on, like, on a bus or like when I'm watching a Radox advert. So, I, I was on a bus recently. A forearm, a nice forearm, and I'm off. I'm clambering all over your face. <laughs> I think we went around, it was the Elephant and Castle roundabout. We went around it in, in such a way that the momentum of the bus... The Elephant and Castle? ...had some sort of um, an immediate sense of sexual euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was, I was stunned. I was like, that was... Hot. Amazing. Went, <laughs> what, what just happened? Some sort of... I went... I went you sure didn't, the bus didn't hit a cyclist or something? <laughs> <laughs> that does get me off. <laughs> Elephant and Castle roundabout is a double roundabout as well, so from a plan view, it does look like a pair of tits. Or if you're gay, a pair of nuts. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <The> stop. <laughs> and also, on my, in one time in my life, I have had a massage which involved genital contact. And it was in a block of flats on an Elephant and Castle. And after it happened, I kind of was in a, I was in a bit of a daze. And I, I walked <laughs> around one of the sort of 
Well, you can get yeah. lost in Elephant and Castle's roundabouts. Yeah, you can just... Especially if you're confused. Please. Yeah, but... <laughs> you just paid for a wank. <laughs> do you think, though, do you think that... You know the, the popular television series Torchwood, right? That, that Cardiff is the centre of some ley lines that basically means alternate dimensions and that, yeah? Yeah. Do you think that maybe there's something about where the Elephant and Castle roundabout is that's, like, on sexy ley lines... That maybe Elephant and Castle is the least create... sexy place. I know, and that's why it works because people don't expect Cardiff to be full of demons, yeah, right. not aliens. Yeah, so maybe that's so there are people it... going around the roundabouts in Elephant and Castle having orgasms. Yes, and there is a secret base underneath Elephant and Castle roundabout full of sex. <laughs> Conspiracy I'm... theorist, I may be, and it could be the guy the giving massages in one of those tower blocks. He's, yeah. He could be the centre of it all. To, to end, I will to be fair, not say... it was a terrible massage because he kept telling me about how his boyfriend didn't understand him. Well, well, that's the Yeah. Pretty <laughs> classic come on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, what, are you, are, you're honestly telling me this to get repeat custom, aren't you? You're trying to dangle that in front of me. Yeah. Hang on, I just realised. I moved to near Elephant Castle about four years ago. And after that, after I moved there, I became noticeably sexier. I didn't notice. Ah, uh, because you didn't know me. This is before anyone knew me. But that's my gut reaction. Okay. <laughs> so maybe that's that. It's a, it's a, yeah, maybe. I mean, that, I rest my case, Did frankly. <laughs> <laughs> is that a true thing you've observed or are you just saying it no, for the sake of the truth? That is true. I, I, in what ways did you notice yourself becoming sexier? Well, you can't just say that and not expect to be. I started, I started being hit on by women in bars, which is something that's never happened to me. Um, Hang on, this is maybe just the women in Elephant and Castle are a bit slutty. You were in the, oh. you were in the, you were in the Weatherspoons, and no. that was a bad lady. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted money. <laughs> I was in the Nando's actually, and yes, it was. No, uh, no, not in Elephant Castle. Around it was probably coincided with the fact I got a haircut that was actually quite fashionable. But still, it's it's <laughs> science, and it cannot be denied. So the second time I met the porn director... Yes. <laughs> Did you ask him all the obvious questions? That no, it just seemed like... Does he get to have sex with the girls? Had you become desensitised to his presence? Is he gay? Uh, he is gay, yes, but he does do straight and gay porn. Does straight and gay? Yeah. And um, does he, ever he does get... the genre of straight and gay porn. <laughs> does he ever have sex with any of the actors? I assume not, but I didn't ask that. I didn't ask the questions because I got over my fear of them. I basically got over my fear of asking the questions, so I didn't. How long does it take to shoot a 20-minute porn film? That's a good question. I didn't ask it. What questions <laughs> did you ask? I didn't ask it. I basically, he showed that I was just quite styling and being really pleased with myself for being so cool about talking to yeah, a porn director. I heard the same so thing. So every, every question I asked that wasn't about porn... Or was like, oh, so you were at some events, were you? Some porn-related events. Those sound nice, not asking about them. Uh, <laughs> and he went, yeah, and they were called the Shafters that he was at. And he was, there, yeah. and he, oh, and he was there with porn stars. And he was saying how, and you're at his age, it's sort of quite, you never look good in photos when you're surrounded by porn stars. Does he get to name his porn films? And this is the beautiful thing. He did show me the trailer for his most recent softcore porn film, the Iron Lady Garden. Nice. It's nice. so fucking good. What I wanted today's speech to be was 
uh, me writing a script about that, and we could all perform that. I might save that for next time <laughs> because I haven't got, I haven't had enough time. I've been so, writing a preview of a video game. There's a Venn diagram here of people who enjoy softcore porn and also have a Thatcher fetish. Well, I think all. you'd probably imagine it to be something like a dominatrix fantasy, which is quite. Is softcore just frottage, right? And no, softcore. you don't see it going in. Yeah, right. That's the where the definition ends. Yeah, but right. it's, it's still oral. Is you can see it going into a mouth. Oh, is that softcore or is that hardcore? I don't I'd say know. probably probably is, hardcore. I'm operating outside. licking it. What I'm saying isn't based on knowledge. Licking it. Is if the tongue's on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not penetrating the face. I mean, this is probably like the offside rule. No one really understands <laughs> it. This is the conversation you should have had with the porn director. I'm laying down the groundwork because I'm going to build up to asking you if I can spend a day on the set, which is ah. the thing, the big question that I really wanted to ask or the first time. I just want to pretend I'm going there as a journalist. In fact, I just want to hang around on a porn set. <laughs> that is noble. Why not? I will, honestly, if I'm not serving any purpose, tell me, you and I will be. fluff. I will be. fluff them all. I will fluff them all with my mouth, hands, and arsehole. <laughs> on camera, if need be. <laughs> Why don't you just be a porn star? That's what I'm getting towards. <laughs> Change it suddenly, there's got to be a niche. There's got to be a niche for me. Well, a bear, it's not really a massive niche. Yeah, but most of the bear porn tends to be fucking muscle bears. What the fuck? I'm just a fat one. Oh. <laughs> a sexy one. Don't get me wrong. Don't, I don't, I'm not putting myself down. I am hot as a tot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do agree with you, because I met a guy who filmed porn once um, in uh, Peterborough, of all places. But, yeah, like, same thing. If I was too busy being, like, really cool about that and being like, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, and, and not being shocked to actually answer, ask any questions, because I felt like by asking any questions, I'd be admitting that I was somehow entranced or enthralled or wanted to know more about it when it's that you don't want to appear to be like that because that makes you weird also one you imagine it's like if someone's famous and they come up to the bar and you know when I see someone famous I don't want to be like hey I know you you want to be like oh it's you, all, you must yeah. get this all the time but yeah, precisely and I don't want to be that guy so is my fanny ace <laughs> <laughs> could, could this be on TV <laughs> this oh, hang on, this seemed like something I could slip into the conversation a bit earlier no, because you were talking about how sexy you were, and uh, I mean, and I should talk about how sexy I was. Do you want to talk about how sexy you are? I was, I was going to admit that I have had dreams in which I've made out with you, Log. Hey! And dreams in which I've made out with you. Oh, Matt, no. Matt, I made out with you in a Chinese restaurant where you wouldn't pay the bill. <laughs> that sounds like me. And I made out with you in your flat. My flat? Which. Probably would have led to sex if I hadn't been woken up by my alarm. <laughs> the Chinese restaurant thing, you would have had to negotiate like, a night bus. <laughs> I like the idea that in your dream you woke up with me just opening and closing my mouth and making the noise of an alarm. <laughs> and it put you off the sex. <laughs> uh, no, why, why, why are you making the marimba sound from my iPhone? <laughs> Stop <laughs> it, Log, you're annoying me. <laughs> I've really killed the mood. <laughs> I don't even go to Chinese restaurants. That's, well, good. It's a highly inaccurate dream, and, that, and that's why. Have you ever dreamed about me and Matt making out? I haven't. One for the to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> Leo, you 
just try that one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Regular Features. Mm-hmm. We'd love you to listen again, so do try subscribing. Yeah. We've got an RSS feed. You can try that with the buttons. And the next episode is episode 33. Say it in your Irish <laughs> accent. As an Irishman, it's difficult for me to say. Episode 33. Hey! Which was the age of Jesus when he was crucified. Ah. And we should have a special Irish gift as well. We'll talk about that next week. Yeah, we do. But do come back next week for another episode of Regular Features. Oh, he's teasing things in the next episode. Regular Features.